Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. So quick question, how many of us still find ourselves falling into the comparison trap or, you know, find ourselves feeling less than or not enough because we are on social media and we are looking at other people's highlights and you know all of the pretty perfect pictures and all all of those things right any any takers okay so if this is you and I know that everybody doesn't deal with that but if this is you then today's episode is for you and today's episode is really going to be about how we can focus on the highlights in our lives versus allowing the highlights of somebody else's to make us feel less than. So one of the things that I have been doing for the past few years, I, I want to say maybe since 2019, is keeping a gratitude journal. And I think I've talked to you guys before about the gratitude journal, and I even gave away um, three gratitude journals uh, before. I think I might have done that like two years ago. Um, and I might do it again this year if you guys are are into it or if you like it. But my the reason why I wanted to talk about the gratitude journal is because mental health is a is a real thing. <laughs> it always has been a real thing, but the awareness of it has been more to the forefront in um, latter years. And we're also hearing a lot more stories, not that it wasn't happening before, but it's, you know, more evident in people taking their lives, right? And so for me, I just felt moved to kind of share the gratitude journal with you guys again to try to offer um, what works for me in regards to not getting caught up or allowing myself to get caught up in the whole comparison or, you know, feeling less than because of what I don't see or what I don't have in my life, right? Because those thoughts, when entertained, can lead to other thoughts and can, thoughts can lead to actions. And it, it just can go down the rabbit hole from there. So uh, a few years back, I started a gratitude journal. And I think I, I, I know that I shared with you guys about like my whole uh, conversation with God in regards to me not giving myself enough grace, even though that's what my name means, right? And so this, that, that whole conversation with him gave birth to me starting to keep a gratitude journal. And I've been doing it for the past few years, even though last year I was not consistent with it at all. Like it, it was really, really bad, but I digress. So anyways, but the gratitude journal has really helped me and it's helped me because what I do is at the end of every day, I sit in my office and I write down what I'm grateful for. Now, this can be a big thing or it could be a little thing. And and I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like I didn't always have a big thing to be grateful for. Like some days were really crappy. They were trash. And, but I still had to find something to be grateful for because there is, I truly believe that there is something to be grateful for in each day. Now, this is my opinion. You may not agree with it and that's okay. Um, but for me, it was like, no, Hannah, there is something to be grateful for. Even if all you're writing down is that you're grateful for that you made it through the day. Well, gosh, darn it. Hey, you made it through the day, girl. Celebrate that. Celebrate the small ones. So some of my entries or journal entries actually say that it was just like, I'm glad I made it through the day because like 
that's all I could do. That's all I had the energy for. Like today really sucked. Um, I would write down why it sucked, but I wouldn't dwell on that because that's not the purpose of the gratitude journal. The gratitude journal is to look uh, and focus on the positive because I am a strong believer that it's all about our perspective on things. It's how we look at it. Whether you look at the glass half full or half empty is going to make the difference on how you feel overall and what you think about yourself and your life. You know, um, our, even in the word of God, it tells us not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by what the renewing of our mind, like we have to change our thinking and change our thinking to not be like, how the world thinks and what the world thinks of success because when we do that that's when we kind of put unnecessary pressures on ourselves like there's there's standards that we're holding ourselves to that we were never required to hold ourselves to or there's burdens that we pick up that we were never required to to carry which is why we feel overwhelmed and why we feel that it's so difficult and hard to get through things you know, sometimes in life because we've taken on much more than we needed to. And so we do have to change our thinking. Um, I've had to change my thinking in order to not give way or to lose myself to the negative thoughts or to the standards that society says that I should be at. Like society has their own level of success. Um, society says, what is a perfect mother? And what is a perfect mother? Like, let's talk about that for real. Because, you know, on the one hand, it's like, oh, you know, when you're a working mom, that's great because you're contributing to your household. But on the other hand, you're a bad mom because, you know, you're neglecting your kids. You're sending them to daycare. Or if your kids are old enough to go to school, like you're you're spending too much time away from them when you should have been at home. Like, it's the back and forth for me. Like, do I work? Do I not work? You know, or, you know, the, if I stay at home, like, oh, you're looked at as lazy and I'm like, what? So it's like, even society is hypocritical or, you know, like it's contradictory to, to what it's putting out there. What is the message messaging? What is the brand? And here it is. We are striving to live up to these things and we're tearing ourselves down because we're running around trying to hit these benchmarks that society says we need to hit. And that's not what we ever needed to do. Right. So the gratitude journal helps me come back to present. Right. It helps me refocus, like focus on the day, focus on, OK, these are the things that I had set out to accomplish today out of, let's just say I put down seven things out of the seven things that I said that I was going to accomplish today. I only got three done. Now, again, I can look at that as either half full or half empty. Like, darn, you only got three things done today. Like, what did, how did you spend your day? You know, or I could celebrate my small wins and be like, whoo. I'm so glad that I at least knocked off three things off of that list so that tomorrow I only have four more to do. <laughs> now, tomorrow may have a whole new set of things to do and you have to, you know, uh, rearrange or, you know, rebalance everything out. And that's fine because, hey, that gave you something that you can get done. And now that's like the first thing that you tackled off up. Oh, rearrange my schedule because of the things that I didn't get accomplished yesterday and I have to get them accomplished today. But the thing is, is that you have to laugh about those things, right? Because if I focus on what I didn't accomplish that day and tear myself down, then I can't celebrate myself for what I did. And then there's no motivation. There's no like, oh, I'm not going to get any of this done. Like I can't focus on what I didn't get done, right? 
Like that just takes up time. That takes up unnecessary time because here's the thing, right? Me focusing on what I did not do, which is now a past thing, I can't change it. That is the completed past. Like that, that is something that my therapist talks to me about all the time. She's like, Hannah, that's the completed past. Like there's nothing wrong with you assessing and learning from it so that you can make different choices and different decisions going forward. But you sitting there dwelling in the past, dwelling on what you didn't accomplish and what you didn't do, what purpose does that serve? Because now it's taking up space in the present. Now you are wasting time where you can get stuff done focusing on the past and worrying about the past can't add any time to your life but it's definitely taking time away so I can't focus on those things I can't focus on what I haven't what I didn't accomplish or what I didn't do that's in the past now and I can't change it I have no control over it anymore but what I do have control over is my present and in my present it's like okay There's four things that were on my list from yesterday that I now have to add to today. So let's rearrange the schedule out of the four things and out of the things that I had done today. What can I push to tomorrow so that I can get these things done and work a little bit harder on accomplishing all of those things in a day? But again, if it doesn't get done, we're not going to sit here and dwell on it. We're not going to sit and spend all that time. But it does teach us a lesson like, okay, we really need to get this time management thing together, right? We really need to get this balancing thing together because obviously this is an area of improvement in my life and I'm not working to perfection, but I'm working on progression. And the progression is, is learning the lesson and reevaluating things and trying again tomorrow and getting it done. Like, I know that some people may not believe in that philosophy or they may not agree with it. And that's okay. Like Auntie Tab says, that's your business and this is mine. Um, But it's not going to stop me from sharing it with other people because there might be somebody else who th- this does work for also you know um my my thing is is that it's not about putting these unnecessary pressures on myself of not getting a task done like I know like like for real for real I know that I need to work on my time management I will spend more than enough time on a certain project and then when I I'm finished with it and I'm done I look back and I'm like dang something that possibly should have taken me or could have let me not say should but something that could have taken me like maybe 30 minutes I just spent an hour and a half on I just spent an extra hour on it okay Hannah let's evaluate what's going on here like why did you spend so much time on this are you being a perfectionist in this moment trying to make this absolutely perfect um and there's a difference between perfectionism and excellence like there's something different about doing something with the spirit of excellence and wanting to put your best work out there and you being a perfectionist and spending too much time on things and that's something that I also have to balance out in my life like knowing the difference and actually applying it to my life like okay this is me trying to be a perfectionist like making sure that this the that the line is completely straight like it's not wavering at all and then excellence is is like is this my best work like did I do my best work or did I just throw this together like for example I think Anthony and I were talking about a reel that we did so um okay so you guys if you if you followed me um during Christmas or whatever you know that I absolutely love Elfmas and that I go all out you know for Elfmas for the kids and so um I recorded it so that I could share it with you guys but not only to share it with you guys but to also see the the little funny thing because I get a kick out of it to see the things that the elves did or whatever um to just have those memories right and I share them with other people and it's great anyways so Um, I was dumping all of the shots that I took into onto the computer so that I could edit the reel. And so, um, the, 
upstairs a desktop is connected to Anthony's phone. So like whenever I do an airdrop to it, um, Anthony will get the notification on his phone as well because they're connected. And so Anthony saw how many clips I was downloading. And I think this particular one was like 42 clips. And he was like, you took 42 clips? Like, why did you take 42 clips? Like, Hannah, that's ridiculous. Why are you taking 42 clips? It should not take you 42 clips. Like, you have to be, like, know the shots that you want to get so that you can get those shots because that's taking up too much time downloading 42 clips. And I had to sit with that for a moment because I was like, well, first of all, it wasn't just one um, clip that I was putting on there. It was two days. Like, I, I didn't get a chance. Again, like, I didn't get a chance to edit the reel from the day before, but I did record it. So it was about maybe 20 clips a piece, but still 20 is too much. Like it's too much for a one minute clip or a reel that I was trying to do. So I got his point in what he was saying, right? And I had to sit with myself and think about it because my, my thing was is that, okay, now I spent the time recording all these different angles so that I could have like a plethora of angles to shoot to to kind of put the reel together but then at the same time now I'm going through 20 different clips and I'm trying to put it on there and that took up time and so I understood what he was saying so it's like if you're more intentional with what you're doing then you won't spend so much time on it and that's my point right the whole point is is that it's all about intentionality it's all about being intentional even with the gratitude journal like be intentional about it you know what I'm saying like make sure that when you're writing in in the journal that you're being intentional to yourself because the gratitude journal is for no one else but yourself, right? It's not for anybody else. I mean, if you want to share it with other people, then, you know, that's your prerogative, that's your business. But I'm just saying like, it's for yourself. So it's being intentional with yourself. Like what is the intent behind the, the gratitude journal? For me, the intention was to remind myself to show myself grace. It, it was to remind myself of, you know, the beauty in today and not focus on the negative because the negative only beats me down and tears me down. And that's not what I want to do. I want to build myself up, you know, like, for example, I, I talk to my kids a lot about the scripture that says, love your neighbor as yourself. Right. And I say this a lot to the kids because, you know, I, I, although I have siblings, my siblings are much older than me. So I grew up like an only child. So the whole sharing space, being in each other's way and all this, I, I didn't really have to do with that. Like my, my brothers were out the house. <laughs> so anyways, with Skyland and AJ, a lot of, as much as they love each other, they get on each other's nerves as well. And sometimes they are mean to one another. And so I have the conversation with them like, hey, you know, you're supposed to do onto others as you want them to do onto you. And you're supposed to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Your neighbor is your brother, your sister, your, your mother, your father, your friend, like your neighbor is everybody. Like, so you're supposed to love them the way that you love yourself. But the revelation that I got from sharing this with my kids is, is that how can I love someone the way that I love myself if I don't love me, right? And so this is, it brings me back to the, the gratitude journal. Like the gratitude journal is an opportunity for me to love on me, for me to show grace to myself, for me to say, okay, Hannah, you did not accomplish all the things that you wanted to do today. Or okay, Hannah, you, you're not where you thought you would be at this time, but Look at where you are. Look at where you came from. It's an opportunity for me to celebrate my wins, to celebrate where I am, to build myself up, to encourage myself, to give myself grace and to say, Hannah, you are doing the darn thing. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't have to look at because I, I, 
I feel like a lot of times that we will say stuff, make this comment to one another, like, oh, you know, you're you're better off than the next person. Eh, I don't want to edify myself or build myself up by tearing down another. And and before you guys are ready to, to jump on me about that, hear me out. Even though I may not be speaking about a specific person, right? I may not call out a person's name and say, oh, well, look at Sally, you know, look at what she's going through. You're not going through that. So you, hey, celebrate that win. Even though I'm not calling out a particular name, for me to be like, oh, there's others that are worse off than me. For me, this is my conviction. This is not y'all. But for me, I don't want to think about other people being worse off than me for me to make it for me to make myself feel good, if that makes sense. Like, that's not how I want to go about that. I want to just focus on Hannah and focus on what Hannah does. Because the thing is, is that those people who who are worse off than me, who have, you know, more severe storms and challenges in their life, like there's a compassion that goes towards them. There's a compassion that calls me to help that calls me to donate or to give or to you know be there to empathize so my thing is is like I don't want to to think about them the person who is less fortunate who could use my help to help build myself up so that is why like with the gratitude journal it's about me focusing on what am I grateful for today what how can I show myself grace in in today and to, you know, be grateful for what I have and for the life that I have. And yes, to be like, even if even if it's something as small as just saying, you know what, at the end of the day, the fact that I have an office to come to and sit down in a chair and right now, right now, my office is not decorated the way that I want it to be. But I have a space. I have a space in my home that is mine and mine alone well I share it with Anthony from time to time and and with the kids when they're in tutoring and stuff like that but I'm just saying it's my office it's referred to as Hannah's office like it's my space it's my things that's on my desk and everything and when they leave stuff on my desk I'm like hey come back here can you get this up you know what I'm saying like I don't want you leaving your marks on my space and some of y'all may say she's being very territorial and I am because this is my space and not everybody has their own space in their home I didn't always have my own space in my home so now that I do have my own space in my home I eventually want to decorate it exactly how I want it to be but until I do that I'm going to celebrate the fact that I have this space that at the end of the day I can sit in my office Everybody knows that when mom goes into the office and she shuts the door it is her time it is her you know her me time or whatever and that it's it this is my tranquil time I'm gonna have my diffuser going I'm gonna have my music playing and whatever I want to do in the space is what I'm gonna do and I will write down in my journal and I and I usually do this at the end of the night when everybody else is going to bed so that it's not taking away from being present with the family but it's still an opportunity for me to sit at the end of the day and be like what am I grateful for? Today, I am grateful for X, Y, and Z. And even if my X, Y, and Z is today, I'm grateful for that I have my own space to sit down to write in this journal, then that's what it is. Or if 
It's to say that today I'm grateful for that I made it through the day. It was a rough day. It was a rough day because da 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 da. But I'm glad how I showed up for myself in today. I'm glad how I had the difficult conversation instead of running away, which used to be my tendency to avoid the hard conversations. I'm grateful that I did. So for me, it's extending that grace. It's reminding myself of, hey, you can show grace to everybody else. You can be patient with everybody else. You can encourage everybody else. How about you do that for yourself? Because it's it's like that old saying, you know, and they tell you on the, the airplanes to put the mask on yourself before you can put it on anybody else, right? It's that my my gratitude journal is my mask. It is me taking a moment to say, hey, hey, all right, that this is the end of the day. This is where you pause. This is where you encourage yourself. You've been encouraging other people throughout the day. You have been there for other people. You've been showing up for other people. You've been pouring into other people. Now it's time for you to pour back into you. Now it's time for you to sit down and think about what you're grateful for. Even if it was a conversation that I had with a friend, I'm grateful for the conversation. I'm grateful that I was able to show up for a friend today because sometimes there's there's times where I don't feel like showing up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there, there, I may be having a 10% day, but the fact that I was able to, to be there for the friend because I know what it's like to be in need of a friend. So I want to show up for my friends even though it may be a 10% day or it, whatever, whatever the case may be. I'm going to show up for them. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what the gratitude journal is all about. And I'm hoping that, you know, with sharing my experiences with you all and sharing something that I do to give myself encouragement to, you know, help me fight against the negative thoughts that will come into my mind that will try to tell me that I'm not enough, that I'm you know, add no value, that I'm not qualified for this or this is why this is happening. You know, instead of giving room and space and entertainment to those thoughts and, and the, the fact of the matter is, is those thoughts are going to come, right? Like, would I prefer that they not show up at all? I would, but those thoughts come, they enter into my mind, but instead of me sitting there entertaining them and falling into it and and going to a place of, of just loathing and, you know, just being disappointed that I'm not where I thought I would be, or man, I wasted these past few months that I could have been doing on this instead of focusing on that and, and feeling bad about not accomplishing something. And so now it's like, ah, the fact that I didn't use the last quarter of the year to do this. And now here it is the beginning, the first quarter of the year, and I'm still working on this. I wanted to be able to launch this thing instead of focusing on that and beating myself up. It's like, you know what? Lesson learned. I should have been better with my time management and my balance with this. So what can I learn from this situation to help me with this? I'm grateful for the lesson. I'm grateful that I got to experience this, that I got to go through this disappointment because now I can turn that upon this that disappointment into being a benefit to me because I am going to rework the system. I'm going to rework my time management. I'm going to rework my balancing so that I can show up not just for myself, but for my family in this quarter. And so, yeah, things may have gotten pushed back, but delay does not mean denial. It does not mean it's not going to happen. It does not mean that it's over with, throw in the towel, quit. It's never going to be done. I'm just going to sit here and be a nobody for the rest of my life. No, don't allow the mistakes and mishaps and setbacks in life to stop you and keep you stagnant. 
you can keep going. You can, it may take you a little bit longer and that's okay. Who's the one that has to have patience here? That's another thing to be grateful for, to be like, you know what? This is teaching me patience for myself, not even for anybody else, but it's loving on you. It's loving on who you are. Yeah, we all make mistakes. We all fall short. But we also need to show ourselves grace. God doesn't keep us in condemnation. It's we who keep ourselves in condemnation. And we have to work against that. We have to work against feeling sorry for ourselves and for just focusing so much on the negative and focusing on what didn't happen, what's not happening, what we don't have. Stop focusing on those things. When those things come into your mind, push them away. If your gratitude journal is something that comes together throughout the day, like if you have to write down as soon as those thoughts come in your head, nope, where's my gratitude journal? Let me let me write down, write this down. Okay. So this is the negative thought I'm having. This is the counter thought. This is the positive thought that I'm going to put and I'm going to write this down you know if you have a stack of sticky notes write down the counter argument the the counter you know the truth and uh, against that lie that's coming into your mind write that down on a sticky note and post it on your on your mirror or post it on your computer so that you can see it and remind yourself of who you are and so this this today I just really want to encourage us all to extend grace to ourselves and to remind ourselves of what we do have remind ourselves of what is in our current possession because the thing is is there's that saying that you don't miss it until it's gone you know what i'm saying and then now you find yourself saying you find yourself again worrying about a completed past because now it's gone there's nothing you can do about it there's nothing you can get it back and I think I shared that with you guys with my whole experience with our old house our first house I was so focused on being a Martha I was so focused on you know the task at hand and getting this done and getting that done that I didn't spend a lot of time with making memories I have memories I have great times of when I was there but at the same time there's so much more that I could have done and could have experienced but I didn't allow Allow myself to because I was so I was focused on the wrong things I didn't prioritize but that lesson that was a lesson for me yes it was a disappointment when I look back on on videos and and I don't see myself in many of the videos with Anthony and the kids or the ones that I do see myself in I have this oh oh my gosh the the look on my face but we're not gonna go there but when I look at that stuff it it always affects me it triggers me I'm hoping one day I will be able to watch these things and it not trigger me but it still triggers me right now to this day because it's something that I, I guess I still haven't let go of. I haven't let go of the fact that like, man, I, I didn't utilize the time that I had and that's time that I can't get back. I'm not going to get back those years, those, those ages and those phases that my kids were in. But what I can do is, is that I can use that as a lesson that now when they're in their preteen years and they still want to hang out with mom and they still want to be up under me that I pause and I spend time with them instead of being like, no, 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 you go do this. Let me do that. Right. No, 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 no. Hannah has learned her lesson from that. Let's go do something together, kids. You know, you want to spend time with me? Let, let's spend time together. Now, something that I will say that y'all can pray, can continue to pray for me on and that I still need to work on is the whole cooking thing. Right. Because sometimes I'm trying to just get in and out of that kitchen. And when the kids are like, oh, mom, we want to help you cook. It's like, oh, I got to pause. So I don't always pause and be like, yeah, come help me. Mm mm. I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it because my kids do need to learn how to cook and make things for themselves. They know how to make a couple of things, but at this age, they should be cooking for themselves, like literally. But anyways, I digress. 
but I hope you guys got something out of the episode today. It's always my prayer that you do. Listen, get yourself a gratitude journal. If you don't have one, hit me up in my DMs on Instagram at Hannah's World 00, or you can send in a listener letter. All right. The first, let's say, I'll say the first five people to, to message me, I'll get you a gratitude journal and send it to you so that you can start marking down, you know, the things that you are grateful for and just change that narrative and change your perspective and your thinking. All right, you guys, until next time, peace out world. 